0: This is We Have Options hosted by me, personal finance expert, Dominique Broadway. I left my career as a financial advisor to the 1% to help the 99% build generational wealth. No matter who you are, you have options, and I am here to help you turn those options into dollar signs. Okay, so today we are back with another FAQ episode. As I said, you guys are always in my DMs, in my Discord, my community, wherever, just dropping little questions, right? So we're going to answer those questions for you today. All right, so let's go ahead and kick it off. First question, if a stock option or if a stock option is volatile, should I avoid it? is there a way to use volatility to my advantage? Very, very good question. Now, as you guys probably have noticed, the market has just been all over the place. A lot of volatility. Now, for people who may not be traders, the volatility can seem very scary. You know, literally you can look at your investment account in the morning and it can be up thousands of dollars. And then you look in the evening and it's down thousands of dollars. And for a long-term investor that, like I said, it can be something that's scary, right? And so with the volatility as a trader, I actually really like volatility. And I like volatility because it allows me to make more money. And a lot of times in a shorter time frame, because that stock is just shooting up or shooting down. A great example of that most lately has been Tesla stock. And Tesla stock has just been what you want to call emotional. <laughs> right. Some days it's like it'll literally shoot up $10, $12. And then other days it may be down $10, $12. And that is a big jump, especially especially based on, you know, the price that Tesla is currently trading at. Right. So that stock has a lot of volatility. Apple has actually been having a lot of volatility lately. And so these stocks that have a lot of volatility, if you are investing, they can be a little scary, right? But if you are just investing in them and doing what we call, you know, dollar cost averaging, just having it set to invest and buy a certain amount every month, it's nice, right? Because you're buying in at all these different price points. But if you are actually trading it, the volatility can be scary. However, I like the volatility because as, as I said, I can make the money. I can make money when the stock goes up and then when it falls as well. And so that's what I've been doing with the stocks that are super volatile. I would say, add those to your watch list and start watching them. And you'll start to see, right? There's certain patterns. And if something does a big shoot up, it's like, cool, I'm going to maybe purchase calls or, or and be able to take advantage of when this goes up. And then because it had this big rise, there's, there's, likely going to be a big fall. Right. And now, boom, I'm able to make money on both sides. Right. And so I would say you don't necessarily need to avoid volatile stocks unless you're just one of those people like I can't handle the volatility. Then, if that's the case, then stay away from it. But if you are really learning how the markets work and really how to trade, you'll see that there are. Diamonds and gold within the volatility of the of the uh, of various stocks. Okay, so that's my answer to that. I always say, make your own decision. Obviously, anytime you're doing anytime you're investing or trading, you want to make sure that you're doing your own research and doing what feels most comfortable for you. Not everyone's going to love volatility. I love volatility. I'm a very risky investor. As I said, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. me. And so you also have to figure out what works best for you. So that's my answer to that. But always do what do and invest in or trade in what you are most comfortable with based on your financial situation. Okay. All right. Next question. Do you look at particular option strategies around holidays, like retailers around Christmas or candy companies around Valentine's Day? Very, very good question. And that is technically like a way to to trade, right? I know around Black Friday, right? Black Friday. And it's so interesting. I feel like Black Friday used to be a bigger sales day than what it used to be, right? And so even specifically on Black Friday, that day, the market is actually, I think it's usually open like half a day, right? Or something of that nature. I believe it's it's like, because um, on Thanksgiving, the stock market is closed. And I think the next day, I think the stock market either opened half day or full day. I can't remember. But that day, that whatever that second day is the, on Black Friday, there's so, so, like just not a lot of volume at all <laughs> in the markets. And so if you ever look, like do research and look at Black Friday for the last few years, you'll notice that as far as like volume activity on the markets on that day, there's just not a lot of volume, right? But around those that time of year, Yes, there are certain companies that tend to to kind of peak a little bit, right? Targets, Walmarts, Apples, right? They're doing these big sales and big promos. And sometimes we're able to take advantage of that. But I would say the biggest thing is, example, like we're in Q1 right now of uh, 2023. And so now we're getting all of the earnings, right? We're getting all of the earnings from Q4. And so now this is the time of year where we can take advantage of how the market moved around the holidays, right? Because everyone's reporting all of their sales from the holidays and from the end of the year travel or whatever, you know, industry that they're in. And now we're starting to see the results of what happened around those, around those, around those times. There are other certain things like sometimes in the summer, right? Travel stocks, for some reason, tend to do better in the summer. People are traveling more, right? So there are some strategies that you can put in place around certain times a year, but it's also very, really cool to, to see when you're thinking about what strategy you want to do, you know, do you want to just do calls or puts or, you know, something more advanced or even selling options, looking at how the stock performed on a certain day for the past few years, right? So you can look at charts and look at charts and, and, and just kind of research like, okay, on you know, February 14th, this year, this year, this year, this year, how did this perform? How did this stock perform? And that also can give you some insight on how this stock may perform today based on how it may typically perform on Valentine's Day or how it may typically perform on, you know, a couple of days after Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully that answers your question and is helpful to whoever sent that question. Okay. All right. Next question What are futures and what's the difference between options and futures? Very good question. So, when it comes to futures, right, futures are very different from options in that, in the obligation. Okay. So as you guys probably know, well, actually I'll tell you what a future is and I'll take compare it back to options. Futures are essentially derivative financial contracts. So a derivative is like almost like a copy or a replica or a small sample, uh, right, of of something, of some other asset, right? And so basically, futures are literally derivatives, but they're financial contracts. So it's a derivative of a stock or derivative of a, of S&P 500 or derivative of the NASDAQ, et cetera, et cetera, right? And these financial contracts, they obligate the parties to transact an asset at a predetermined price by a certain date in the future, right? Now, they obligate you to do some sort of transaction, now the difference between that and an option is that a option does not obligate you to purchase that asset right it does not obligate you to, obligate you to do so so a future contract it's literally, literally just a derivative of some sort of underlying asset right versus options are actually contracts that give you the right to transact this asset, but does not require you or give you the obligation to do so. So that's really the difference between the two. Futures in general, are they are a really fun thing to, to trade, but they move very, very, very fast. So I always say it's really good to learn how to trade stocks options and then go to futures because futures tend to move so fast, right? That you want to make sure that you have a really good understanding of how they move, when they move, when to get in, when to get out, and that you have already had your emotions under control because if not, futures trading can clean you out very, very quickly and your emotions can get involved and it can be, it's very, very interesting. So that is essentially the difference between the two. And there's also futures, um, which is which is really cool, futures on a lot of like other things that you may not be like thinking about, like coffee or oil or soybeans and things like that, right? So these are literally just derivatives of of, of these other assets, right? Soy, coffee, orange juice. There's orange juice futures, right? So you can also trade all of these different other types of things as well when you are trading futures, which is also really cool, okay? All right, next and last question is, what are the big sectors that you're watching for long-term investments? Very good question. So the biggest sector that I'm watching right now is the AI space. And actually we did this recently. I put together put together a list for my students in Wealth Demystify of all of the companies that have are in the AI space or are starting to enter in the AI space or are basically kicking off to be leaders in this AI space. As we all see, AI, which is, you know, short for artificial intelligence, is taking over, right? It's taking jobs, it's taking it's taking everything. And so if you are able to locate those companies that are already leveraging and using AI, this is it's going to be a good time. I would say the AI space, anything AI and tech is 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 very very good right now, right? So th- that's probably one of the biggest sectors that I'm watching right now for long-term investments. And I'm looking for companies and, and buying, and look not just trading, but looking to buy and hold companies that are leveraging AI or using AI. Believe it or not, one of the companies that um, I feel like has been, Microsoft always does great, but has been quieter the last few years is Microsoft. And they have just announced that they're investing billions and billions of dollars into AI over the next few years. And they are, what it it appears will be a good company to invest into long-term because of how they're planning to leverage AI, right? Amazon's planning to leverage AI. Apple, a lot of the companies that we already have, and there's so many other companies as well. So I would say definitely do your research and look at companies in the AI space. And that's why I'm actually looking to double down on myself. We Have Options is a production of Money News Network. We Have Options is written and hosted by me, Dominique Broadway. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie.